0: What's going on? Welcome into the Sharp Angle Podcast. On today's show, we'll talk about calculating the house hold. Let's get into it. This is the Sharp Angle. Every day on your favorite podcast player. Special thanks to Woo's Media. If you own a business or know anyone who owns a business, make the most of your digital marketing with Woo's Media. This is the time. Everyone's staying inside. More people are online. Make sure your company is getting out there and uh, they can certainly help you out online, woosmedia.com. That's W-O-O-Z-E media.com. This weekend when we were talking about different bets, uh, it's important to remember that bet size and how much you bet on a game matters just as much as the actual handicap. I mean, like, half of the actual work is finding the right side to bet, and the other half is, well, now how much do you bet on that side? And... I wanted to go over this today because I, uh, I know I mentioned this weekend that if you take a big favorite or you take an underdog, you should always bet to win a unit. So before we get into that, let's talk about what units mean in the first place, because there seems to be a lot of confusion out there about units. It's funny. You go onto Twitter, all these fake Twitter pros, they'll have like in their bio, you know, people try to get picks out online. Uh, all right. Uh, you know, on their like Twitter bios, it'll say, so-and-so is my record. Usually their record's like 71%. And $50 is the unit size. It's like, wait, wait. So everyone following you, you're recommending a $50 unit size. What if they only have $50 in their bankroll? What if they have $50,000 in their bankroll? Shouldn't that matter? And so I think it's a misconception that a lot of people think that they, you know, uh, your brokers should determine unit size or unit size should be a standard amount. Folks, The units that you bet are personal to you. So everyone out there should have their own individual unit size, unit amount. If you're starting off with, and I recommend that you make your unit size about 5% of your total bankroll. So if you're starting off with $5,000, your unit should be about 250 bucks. If you're starting off with $500, I would recommend your units being $25, about 5% of your bankroll. So that's a good starting point to understand what a unit should be and how much a unit should mean to you. If you're doing this, which most of you are out there, if you're doing this for fun, I would recommend making units something that you feel comfortable losing Every game, but it's still enough to where when you win, it means a little bit of something. Uh, again, a unit can be five dollars or five hundred, unique to you, whatever you decide that to be. So let's say for for you know the sake of being hypothetical here and, and easy math, units are going to be. Let's say your units are a hundred dollars. Okay, you go through, you figure out how much money you have, and you want to make your units one hundred dollars you should always make your bets to then win $100. You should not bet $100 on every game. Now let's go through a couple examples. If you find a game that's minus 200, you have to pay 200 to win 100, right? That should be your bet. You should pay for any minus 200 game that you want to bet one unit on, pay 200 to win 100. Okay. Now that's obvious. That's, that's, kind of normal. That's what we always do. But let's look at the flip side. If you get a game that is now plus 200, instead of betting 100 to win 200, you should be betting 50 to win 100. Now, why is that? Why should you be betting less on those plus bets? And it all comes down to what those dollar amounts mean compared to percentages. If you pay minus 200, the house is implying there's about a 66% chance that you will win that bet. 66% lines up with minus 200. And it's on the other side of the scale for plus 200. Okay. So if you have plus 200, the assumption is you're going to win that 34% of the time. Okay. So what we're doing, and this is a, this is an investment strategy. What we're doing is making it so, over the long run, over the course of a thousand bets, ten thousand bets, a hundred thousand bets, we want to make sure we are as profitable as possible. And if you bet one hundred dollars on every plus bet, plus two hundred, plus three hundred, plus five hundred, what you're going to do is be betting the same unit on these bets, where you're having a lower and lower expected outcome or expected value. If you bet one unit to win whatever the plus amount is, you're going to bleed yourself dry. It's almost the same idea as playing parlays and teasers all the time. It doesn't seem like that much money bet by bet, but over the long run, you will bleed yourself out. So if every game you approach plus 200, if you bet 50 to win 100, yes, you're not expecting that you're not expecting to win that bet. And that's actually kind of something that I wanted to go over about bets that we give out on here is that not all bets are created equal. If we give out a plus 300 bet and in the same segment get out, give out a minus 200 bet, those have different expectations. You almost, if we give out a, a, a plus 300 bet, you almost shouldn't expect to win that. And it sounds weird because you make a bet, well, I should expect to win every bet I make. Not necessarily. If you make a plus 300 bet, that's implying. That you will, the house is saying that you're going to win about 25% of the time, okay? But it all comes down to your projections, your power rankings, so on and so forth. If you think you have a 50% chance to win a bet and they're charging plus 300, you make that bet every time. So it's all about the value, how much they're charging, what you think it's worth. But remember, never put a unit on a plus 300 bet. To win, to win 300. Never put 100 down to win, th- to win 300. If you get a plus 300 bet, put whatever it would be, 33 down to win 100. Always make sure that you're winning or profiting one unit, not betting one unit. That's very crucial in sports betting. One more rule. Actually, I've got a couple more rules here, but this is important also to keep in mind when deciding how much to bet. Don't let your stack, don't let how much you have in any one account dictate your bet size. Your bet size should be dictated on the percent outcome that you think is going to happen, what the market is charging. There's there's lots of, of variables that should impact how much you bet, but what never should impact your bet is how much you have in any individual account. What I'll hear a lot of times is people I talk to, people I get bets to, my friends, you know, they'll have like $21 in their account, right? And they'll say, oh, "Okay, well we have this bet. Let's make it for $11 so we have 10 left in the account." Or if they have, let's say, $91 in their account, they'll be like, "Yeah, you know, let's not make this for 50. Let's make this for 41 for $41." That way, when we're done, if we lose, we have exactly 50 in the account. How much you have in your account or in your stack in your bankroll should never dictate to a penny, what your bet should be. Now, that's two different things. Of course, your unit size should be based on how much money you have in your bankroll, but you should never be cutting bets in half to make a clean number on your account. Again, if you have a hundred and thirty dollars, you shouldn't, and you think you should bet eighty, you shouldn't just bet thirty to get to that clean hundred mark. If you lose, it should never be based on how much is randomly in your account. It should be based on what you decide to bet on that game in terms of your projections, external factors. And the last thing that I'll talk about for bet size is kind of complex. And this is something that pros use all the time. And it's called Kelly Criterion. Now, if you type in Kelly Criterion to Google... It'll bring up a couple websites. This is a simple formula that you can use to evaluate risk. This is done in many industries. It's not unique to sports betting, but it's a risk evaluation formula. And what it will do is if you tell the Kelly Criterion how much money you have in your stack, right? how much money you have in your account, how much you expect this bet to win, it'll give you a bet amount. And this is what I use every bet I make is Kelly Criterion because it's very rare that I have a bet for exactly one unit. What I'll do is type in my predicted outcome, my percentages, my, my power ranking, so on and so forth, and it gives me, based on my units, and it will, for you as well, based on your units, a bet amount. So to, to give you an example, I will type in the Kelly Criterion how much money I have, the percent chance I'm going to win, and it will spit out, okay, Based on that information, we recommend you bet 1.2 units. So I will then make that bet to profit 1.2 units. And this ranges every, everywhere from you know half a unit to a unit and a half, really anything, depending on how confident you are and what the market price is. So to recap everything today, bet to win one unit. Now decide what a unit is based on, I guess that's where we should start. Decide what your unit should be. So when you're figuring out how you want to approach sports betting, see how much money you have, okay? And make your units about 5% of your starting bankroll. So decide what a unit should be. A unit should be unique to you. It shouldn't be what some guy on Twitter says. It shouldn't be what your sports broker says. It should be unique to you, your bankroll, whatever you're comfortable with. And whatever you decide that unit to be, you should always bet to profit a unit. Never bet one unit to profit, however much that unit would make you back. Always make sure that you're profiting a unit if you win your bets. Don't let your stack dictate your bet size. Once you've established your units, keep true to the units. Keep true to your percentages. Don't let's say you start off with a hundred dollars. Okay. Well, five percent of a hundred is five dollars. So your unit sizes would be five dollars. Well. If you make a couple bad games, bad plays, you whittle that money down to let's say $41 and you don't want to spend a whole unit, you just want to spend a dollar or two on a game, that's going to hinder your ROI. You have to stick with your unit amount once you establish that unit amount. So if you start getting low in your bank account, don't let that low amount now dictate smaller bet sizes. And last, once you have your unit size down, once you're comfortable betting with those units, I would recommend getting involved with Kelly Criterion. Again, type it into Google, Kelly Criterion, play around with the formula and see what it means for your units, what that means for your bets. I strongly recommend looking into Kelly Criterion because it's going to help you be a more precise better. Instead of just doing one unit on every game, you're now betting with a little bit more detail. So we'll talk to you soon. This has been The Sharp Angle.